You are now listening to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, episode 47, Home Birth in Bali. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe, uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing, all to empower you on your journey of self-discovery. And now, here are your hosts, Christopher and Sarah. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are your hosts, Sarah and Christopher. Hey, everybody. We are so happy to have you here as today we have a beautiful interview with our favorite Swedish couple, Melanie and Tobias of Love Conscious Family. They're going to share with you their incredible home birth experience, which is sure to inspire you to look into more natural approaches to bringing life into this planet. Yeah, this is a really exciting one. It's always been a top topic of interest Interest. (laughs) to the both of us as we have a little baby fever but we're not ready yet we're not ready yet we're on the 2020 plan 2020 plan yeah you can expect maybe an addition to the soul and wonder podcast (laughs) but that's for another time so before we get into the podcast and the interview and what it's all about we want to read a love note by Cord cord occurred. All righty. Chris and Sarah are a wealth of knowledge and a breath of fresh air in a world that doesn't support a truly healthy lifestyle. Their passion for detoxification, physical and mental health, and guiding coaching others is apparent in everything they release. This podcast dives deep into relevant topics that promotes, motivates, and guides you into the healthiest lifestyle you could achieve. Thank you so much for that wonderful review that you left for us on the iTunes podcast app. This helps us significantly as we are a growing podcast, although named one of the top five mind and consciousness expansion podcasts by Collective Evolution, we got to get our name climbing those charts so that we can keep bringing to you more awesome episodes. So how can they do that, Christopher? So you can just tune into that iTunes podcast app that you have on your iPhone, if you do have one, and leave us a review there. You can actually go right to the iTunes uh, website. So if you go on our website and you see that little Apple symbol, you click that, it'll bring you right to our podcast. You can leave a review there, or you can go on the Soul & Wonder podcast Facebook page, newly created page for the podcast, and you can leave a review there and we'll be sure to give you a shout out on future episodes yes and if you have any suggestions for any people you would like us to bring on content people whatever it may be we want to bring the information to you that you want to hear absolutely So let's get into the bio. Melanie and Tobias are a Swedish couple that loves everything to do with a healthy, happy lifestyle, inspiring people from all around the world to live a more connected, spiritual, and environmentally friendly life. They are digital nomads that love traveling, exploring new places, healthy vegan food, and inspiring others to create a more fulfilling, authentic life. 
formerly known as M&T World, now known as Love Conscious Family, Melanie and Tobias share their personal experience with their audience, what it means to live as new health and love conscious parents. When Melanie found out she was pregnant and due in November 20th, 2017, they packed up, moved to Bali, Indonesia two months before they would bring their new daughter, beautiful daughter, Aurora, into the world through a natural home water birth. Guys, these, they like take parenting up to like superhuman level. These, this couple is so inspiring. It's so fun to hear about their experience. It's a new experience. They've just brought Aurora into this world. And with us having baby fever, we were so excited to talk to them. But To give you an idea of some of the topics we cover in this episode, we're going to dive into their reasons for choosing a natural home birth in Bali and talk about what it means to be a love-conscious family. We'll also get the juicy details on Melanie's experience as a pregnant vegan mom and walk you through their journey of the actual home birth. We'll also talk about what lotus birth is, which is when you keep the umbilical cord attached to the placenta until it naturally falls off, as well as teaching new born babies sign language to better express their needs eliminating tantrums what this has been blowing our mind because they're actually the second couple to bring this up to us within like a 48 hour period and we had no clue that this was even a thing so you'll get to learn more about that but before we get into the interview we want to take a moment to clarify that all births are miraculous and that we understand not every mother chooses to go the home birth route it is a personal choice and sometimes emergency situations happen where the mother doesn't have a choice at all and we just want to express that regardless of your choice or circumstance bringing life into this world is a beautiful thing that should be celebrated yes so We hope you enjoy this wonderful interview with Melanie and Tobias. They have some great things to share with you, wonderful tips you may have never heard of before, and make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode for your health tip. Yes, we're excited about that one. We're going to give you all you pregnant mothers a little health tip that you can boost your nutrition, boost your mineral content so your baby can be brought into this world healthy and happy. With a big old brain. That's right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are so excited. We've got Melanie and Tobias here with us. They are all the way in Bali. Hi, guys. We're so happy to have you here. I've got to know, though, what's your scenery? What's it look like right now where you are in beautiful Bali? Uh, Yeah, we are sitting next to the pool here. Uh, We see a lot of palm trees, coconuts, and it's really hot and beautiful weather today. Absolutely. It's rainy season, but uh, this seems to be a beautiful day, and uh, it's amazing to be around here with beautiful plants all around, so the atmosphere is uh, really amazing, and it feels like another beautiful day in life. And I can hear a nice tropical bird chirping in the background. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So yes. we're happy to to speak with you guys again as we've, you know, kept in touch throughout the year and just watching your journey evolve as it has now with your new addition to the family. But I, before we get into that topic, I want to ask you the name Love Conscious Family. What does that mean to you? Uh, we used to, because we, before we were empty world, but now when we 
uh, we're expecting a new miracle. Uh, we want to change name, and for us, like conscious lifestyle is really important. And, and a lot of love in it, love to the world, love to the fruits, love to the atmosphere, love our newborn miracle, love to each other. It's like universal love. Yeah, mm, I like that. And I family. Like that. And I'd say you guys are fulfilling that very well. Absolutely. <laughs> so for our listeners who may not have followed you before, they're probably wondering, why are you in Bali right now? Yeah, because we have been here many times and we really love, love Bali. It's easy to live here. But the main reason we came here this time was to give birth to Aurora. Uh, so, so we came in September and it was two two months before to just plan the birth and yeah that's why we're here now and we want to stay here and it's easy now and yeah uh, so she can grow a little bit before we travel more also we're soon we also been talking before that if we ever get pregnant sometimes uh, then we're gonna have a home birth in bali so that's also it was pretty clear when uh, you find out Melanie were pregnant, that uh, okay, then we're planning so we can go in a while to Bali and just uh, relax like two months before the birth and then uh, just enjoy the new beautiful life of our new miracle. Mm. What is it about Bali that's attracted you guys to that location specifically for having your birth? Um, it's easy to live here and you get like uh, cleaning every week so. And that's really a nice thing um, when you have a newborn baby and it's a lot of, you can have home deliveries, a lot, a lot of things. And yeah, it's easy to live uh, and yeah, it's warm weather and tropical fruits and co- a lot of coconuts. So that's what we love. Also, before, I mean, uh, the birth was uh, in November and if we would be in Europe, especially in Sweden, we wouldn't have so much uh, good like fruit and vegetables and mostly being, you know, exported. So we want to give the best nutrition for the baby. Then we moved to Bali where uh, we could give, you know, uh, sun-ripe fruit, um, organic vegetables and give the best nutrition to the baby in the belly and also outside the belly now when Melanie's breastfeeding. Yeah, because uh, Melanie's uh, breastfeeding and uh, we wanted the best, you know, nutrition in the breast milk. And in Sweden, it was winter time, so we couldn't uh, have like the best. Everything would be exported and not the same quality. Here in Bali, we can get perfect, uh, nice organic vegetables and ripe fruit and the durian, of course. A lot of coconuts. <laughs> yeah. A lot of coconuts. Man, I do, I will say, after all of our travels, I miss that tropical weather and especially those tropical fruits and coconuts, just having them all the time, just an abundant amount. So I can imagine you guys are living pretty nicely right now. Yeah, and the coconuts here are really huge. They are one coconut is between... Uh, one or two liters. I don't know. That's maybe like half. No, not, almost what? like a gallon. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Shit, we need to be out there with you guys, sipping on some coconut. Yes. <laughs> you know, through your pregnancy, I know that you were already on a high fruit diet um, because we'd spoken before, yeah. and Christopher and I as well are on a high fruit diet. And some people might be wondering, you know, if they're not primarily fruit eaters they might think oh that's dangerous for the baby like what's what would you say in response to that 
Uh, it's not dangerous because uh, many things pe people say that you can't eat that much sugar. It's not good for the baby inside, but they have they don't think about the fruit sugars different from like sugar from uh, like cakes and candies and that. So fruits give a lot of nutrition, and you when you eat it with the fiber, uh, it also breaks down really easy and goes into the body really easy. Uh, so it's a lot different between sugars and sugars. Fat also, if you eat like a hamburger or if you eat like avocado, it's totally different mm -hmm. uh, in fat. So the fruit diet was really fantastic and I felt so good uh, during the whole pregnancy to eat a lot of fruit and it helped with a lot of things. You feel so light when you eat fruit also in abundance. So that's a really good thing. Yeah, we combined it. Uh, we were also like uh, reading, especially Melanie, what's good and what's bad. And um, it's really good with the fruit that we combined with vegan food. So we have a cooked meal in the afternoons, like for dinner time. So we, I mean, we did a lot of research what's good to eat for the baby if you're on a vegan diet. So mm. yeah, we did a lot of research as well. So if you're pregnant and uh, are on a diet like this, you should, uh, you know, see what's good and what's bad and uh, what's healthy and all around that because you need to have a lot of knowledge also. Well, not to mention fruit is a is superior for neurological health and neurological growth of a baby. And yeah. um, there's a lot of studies out there that do show that you just kind of have to look for those. But um, I know for myself and for Sarah and as obviously you guys that you just you feel so vibrant off of fruit and you seem to really thrive and your your clarity is just at an all time high, your energy levels, everything and um, giving your baby that nutrition is just so incredibly important so it can enter this world in a healthy state and where that that baby is then able to thrive yeah so she got a lot of good nutrition now and when she was in the belly a lot of fruit is fantastic when you're pregnant mm -hmm, mm -hmm. did you get any um did you get any what what's the word um, cravings no sickness you know they sometimes women um, get sick when they're pregnant yeah um i didn't know that I was pregnant the first two months because i didn't yeah i didn't feel anything uh so and then uh, after eight weeks uh, i started at first i was sick and or i had a cold i mean and then uh, the cold went away and then i got like i was like feeling nauseous and i was like Oh, am I getting a cold again? And then it maybe <laughs> went twenty days, and then, but that was maybe like three or four weeks. I was like uh, had a nausea, and but I never showed up. But it was like I feel felt it like when I was in the bus or subway, and it was it was not so nice, and it was hard to eat like things. Um, like I was not feeling for like sweet potato that I loved before avocado and those kind of things. So. I was mostly like eating melons and it was not season for melons. I yeah. was like craving so much melons and <laughs> it was crazy. I went out there. Oh, it's not e season, but you know, we have to buy, you know, to get a nice nutrition. And it was hard to see because Melanie is such a big eater. She loves food. And all of a sudden, you know, like the sweet potato and the avocado was the, she didn't feel for it. It was like crazy. I asked what is happening. It's like, Whoa, hope she not feel like this the whole pregnancy. Yeah. So after like three weeks, uh, I felt really good and uh, during the whole pregnancy. 
That's incredible. That's a, just what a fun journey. I know that our listeners, though, they want to get into this home birth topic. They're probably wondering a lot of questions. And so I'd like to ask what drew you to a natural home birth as opposed to a hospital setting? I've always, like, um, when I was, like, young, I was, like, uh, if I have a baby, I always want to have, like, a home birth natural because it's a natural thing. It's not something you go uh, to a hospital because you're not sick in any way. It's a natural thing to give birth. So that's why I wanted to give birth. And I told Tobias, and he... He had the same, like, he was like, yeah, of course, we can yeah. do that. And we were talking uh, about that uh, almost like when we first met. So it felt so natural. It's like a certain thing. You don't give uh, really birth in hospital. But don't misunderstand me because hospital is also really good if something happened. Yeah. And also if people have, are scared, you know, uh, it's really good for them that they could go to hospital and give birth there. So total respect to all uh, these uh, people that go on hospital also. But uh, our... Uh, way of thinking was yeah, it's of course you can do it at home you don't you're not sick yeah many people get scared because they think, think something happens but for us i would be more scared in the hospital because i would be more like stressed out and i would be more like people running around and and all these machines and everything and uh, not in my own comfort zone because i want to have like this like build up like a nice place that, that i feel comfortable in and with people i know and yeah, so that's why I want to also do a home birth because I want to feel secure and be with people I love. Well, after watching your video um, that you had posted, it seemed that the setting was very conducive to what you were looking for as far as the peacefulness and the serenity and, and you guys to be able to do it the way that you wanted. So that was really cool to be able to witness all of that. Yeah. And also a lot of complications, I think, in hospital comes because people are, like, scared or uncomfortable and they don't know the people. and Lots of machines around. And yeah. And then the, the, the partner also feels, like, insecure, like, go and touch the woman. And so they get separated in a way because people get scared because now with the machine all, and all the people, nurses, they know better. So I'm I going to go, like, away a little bit. So And the woman is left alone in a way. And I feel like with, you know, if you're planning to do a homework, it's also about teamwork. If you have to talk through with your partner how you want the bird, everything that can happen, you know, and, uh, you know, how you're feeling. It's like, it's amazing teamwork. I felt yeah. it amazing. We can feel each other's energies and, uh, you know, so you have to prepare also a lot, talk, uh, spiritually, mentally, and yeah, and also talk with the baby how the process is gonna go and how everything everything's gonna be. So we talked a lot of uh, to the stomach and talked about how the birth will be, what, who's gonna be there, what we're gonna eat, and, yeah, and uh, talk like the uterus is your friend that's helping you out to the new world. So you're working together, not you know against it. You're working together like uh, a big friendship with the uterus. So you. So it's getting even more smooth and I be on the outside and uh, Melanie are together with you and you working as an amazing team. We're all working like a beautiful team together. I love that. You know, it's so important because we're all 
energetic beings. I mean, we are literally comprised of 99.99999% energy. And to be able to tap into that conscious awareness of everyone involved, your body, your mind, your spirit, your partner, the team there, I know you had some midwives, your baby, everything's connected in that moment. And to, to be able to talk through it and you know visualize and get together and create what the experience is going to be is so powerful rather than going into it blind and fearful and thinking you have zero control over anything that happens when we're such powerful creators of our reality yeah and it was also so nice when you do home birth you don't have to go anywhere after the birth yesterday after one hour they said okay bye bye and they left us alone with this miracle <laughs> in our hands. And yeah, it was fantastic. And the next day they came and all the checkups was at our home. So we, um, Aurora and I didn't left the home. I think it was 31 yeah, days. So we were inside the house. And the first week we were only in the bed. But it was amazing, you know, and a bit like strange in a way when they just, you know, left us after like one and a half hour after the birth. Okay, have a nice sleep. See you guys. Because it was like 12 o'clock in the uh, night. But, you know... Okay, now we're gonna take care of this. Yeah, oh, okay. It was <laughs> kind of amazing <laughs> and a really new feeling. Oh, that's wow. so exciting! Because I, when we watched your video and we saw you with Aurora, and I was just like, I wonder if they're freaking out. Like, do they know what they're doing, or is anyone ever know what they're doing? Like, you all of a sudden have this new life in your in your life. It's like, okay, now what? <laughs> Yeah. It's like a thing, like learning as you go, kind of thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I I do have a question for you about the midwives. So, did you go through an interview process to find the midwives that you felt most comfortable with to help with the delivery of your baby? Um, no, not really. We talked a little bit uh, when we were in Sweden. Uh, we connected with um, one lady that was from Canada. And we talked a little bit with her, and she was that she was maybe going to be there, but she had a vacation just before. So I think she came back like two days before um, we gave birth to her. Yeah. So we didn't know she's gonna be there. And also we talked had lots of uh, connection, and also went to checkups with the uh, Boomisihat, that is a birth clinic here, and their founder, Ivo Robin, that also was with us in the birth. And uh, all of a sudden, I don't know if the universe working worked with us, but uh, all of a sudden it was a Swedish girl, uh, midwife, there in Bumi Sihat uh, Clinic and did uh, like uh, voluntary work uh, yeah. for 30 days. So she said she want to be with us in the home birth. And that felt like amazing, have three midwives and also that she could speak our language. We can talk and she can explain in Swedish uh, what was happening and how we could do and how we could work. And it was uh, amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic wow. how the universe works sometimes. That's amazing. That's incredible. During one of the most beautiful moments of your entire life, you know, everything is orchestrated together for you guys to have the support system that you need at that time. Yeah, it was fantastic. So obviously we know that there were no complications, but had there been any complications, did you have a backup plan? Um, yeah, we had a hospital, I think it was five minutes away. Yeah. But we never thought about that. We just They said also it's more complicated just to move you than uh, just um, try to sort it out here. 
it was a really something really bad and uh, of course they would uh, like um transporting you yeah. but uh, it was more yeah we had it five minutes away we had it in our yeah. back on the ma oh, our mind but we never like focused on that because no. we already knew that it was everything was going to go really great mm, okay okay and so melanie what helped you get through the pain breathing a lot um sounds uh, like deep sounds um I was not feeling the pain in the beginning, um, so it started like maybe four hours before she was born. Um, so I think that's what helped, and just that I had like to be as close by, and if something that also helped um, for the pain, I think, and just to have the coconut water and just think about um, like positive thinking. It's really important in your mind how you're thinking when. Uh, because it comes like from zero to hundred, like in one second. So you have to have like, okay, how do I, how do I come with this uh, pain? Uh, what? So a lot of breathing, sounds, and like positive thinking. That uh, was my main like focus. Mm. Well, you handled it like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was so impressed with her. Totally, she's like a real superhero. Hero. It was amazing to see her working with energy working with the pain and uh, wow uh, can't even put words on it and now from you know i'm curious from a father's perspective and a father's role uh, you know how did you feel during this process what was your what was your mindset what were what were you doing at the time walk us through that a little bit um uh, during the birth i was like focus on uh, that connecting spiritually with the baby, with the Melanie, uh, massage her. I was like uh, doing everything she needed. I mean, in this uh, amazing process of the body works and uh, uh, like uh, supported her, massaging her, talking with her, you know, brief like this, thinking about, you know, going heavy downwards, you know, with the baby, you know, that the uh, uh, what's called the, the gravity goes down so and you know massage talk to her and uh, sometimes I ask you know midwife maybe you can come here because they were literally in the other room uh, just you know eating some snacks and uh, you know uh, <laughs> uh, just felt us like uh, you can just call us if it's it's uh, Kind of thing, and uh, we asked, oh, okay, it was amazing in a way that it was us together most of the time, but also sometimes, um, can someone come here? Sort of, <laughs> <laughs> because this was the first bird, uh, being with, uh, but yes, you know, to connect spiritually and go into this beautiful bubble of love and amazing energy. Yeah, and uh, you also like served we made the coconut and water. Yeah. Because when you give birth, it's really important to drink a lot of water. You lose uh, about one liter uh, each hour, so you have to fill it up with a lot of water. Yeah, and it was fun because she asked, okay, now I need coconut water, but you have to be here re really fast because uh, contraction can come. And I said, oh, you have like one second and you come and <laughs> with the coconut water and I had to like run like crazy, you know. And she asked, oh, don't go too far away. It was very strange that you sort of, uh, uh, even if I was like one meter away, you say you have to come uh, like closer. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really um, like from people to people. Uh, some people be alone, some people maybe want like somebody to be close by. So I want I I wanted you to be close by, 
Yeah, and it was amazing to work with these uh, midwives because they are more into you know, homopathic uh, uh, herbs and uh, also like um, they were giving uh, Melanie also acupuncture before the contraction started really hard and uh, after birth gave her um, like um, herbs and yeah. all in a natural way so it felt like perfect because they don't want to use like doctor medication or how you describe it. That is a wonderful. You guys had like the dream experience. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. So I have to ask this question. If there were anything that you would do differently, is there anything that you would have changed or tweaked or made a little different? I don't know. I don't think so. For me, it was like so beautiful, the old experience. I'm uh, and I'm looking forward if we're going to have more baby kids uh, to the next one. Um, because now I know already how it so, sort of is. So mm-hmm. I don't think, do you think? No, maybe checking, if you're in Bali, checking up the electricity. Yeah. Because it was uh, quite funny in here in Bali. It's uh, like you topping up your electricity, like you topping up your uh, cell phone. Uh so we have a certain amount of uh, money on your, and then uh, when the money is gone, the electricity is gone. And in the middle of the birth, when it was uh, closer to nighttime dark, it just like like that, and the electricity, everything just turned off because it was no money left. So I have to call the landlord. Oh, we are in the middle of the birth now. You have to come with someone that can, you know, top up electricity so we get back the electricity. <laughs> Yeah. What a situation. You gotta love it. That is awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And also it was like a big ceremony in the temple quite close to us. So all of a sudden you can hear nothing except the uh, chanting from the temple. Yeah. Wow. What, an, what a wonderful so You can also experience. see that in the video here, maybe, you know, the chanting from the temple sometimes yeah. there when the electricity mm-hmm. has gone. Yeah. After the birth, uh, what was your sort of, you know, how did you recenter, reground and bring everything back to reality? You mean food wise or just uh, in like, general? Uh, mental? In general. Uh, I don't know. It was so much love and so much uh, vibration in the air because when you have a newborn, it's got so, so much like hormones and so. I don't know exactly. It was just like think, in a bubble, like of love. Yeah, but I think also that helped you ground it. Also, you stayed like inside the yeah. bedroom uh, for a week. So we ate there, so made the dinner, and then we all eat inside the uh, bedroom. And also, we couldn't, you know, uh, carry the babies much around in the house because it was still attached to the placenta because we also did a lotus birth. So. So we were mostly in there and just, yeah. you know, connected. Yeah. Can you tell us a little so, bit about a lotus birth? Yeah, that's uh, when you not cut the um, navel cord. cord. Yeah. Um, so the baby can choose. They call it, the, if it's a boy, it's called a little brother. Or if it's a girl, it's called a little sister. So they get, like, when they come into the world, it's, like, so much new things. And, and they get really connected. It's a lot of connection with the universe uh, when they have uh, the placenta with them. Uh, so it's not like a harsh thing to come into the world and you cut it off. The one that had given you nutrition so long, like for nine months. Uh, so it's the baby can it dries out and the baby can choose when it wants to let go of it and 
So that's why we want to do that. And they say the babies get more calm and get all the nutrition from the um, from the placenta. placenta. Yeah, all back to the body. So that's uh, that's why we want to do it also. Yeah, as well with the, uh, how we took care of the placenta that we also just recently uploaded on our YouTube channel. So just for you know, give more information to people that it's a different way of uh, uh, like after birth, but yeah. uh, that it's very good and beautiful. Yeah. So it takes around uh, from uh, like three days, to like uh, ten days before it uh, it's uh, fell off. So for her, it took like four four and a half days. Um, so it dries out and it gives her all the nutrition and yeah, it was really beautiful and we have it in a small basket next to her. Yeah. She was sleeping with it and we all slept in the same bed. And now when it, after when it fell off, we planted it uh, with a durian seed so it will grow up uh, to a durian tree because, you know, we love durian. It's our favorite fruit all time. And also we named second name of Aurora is Duriana. Yeah. So now but, Duriana have her own durian tree. That is amazing. You guys are incredible. <laughs> this is so much fun. I'm just living vicariously through you right now since we don't have any children yet. And I just love it. <laughs> yeah. So when she gets older, she can go and visit her durian tree and her little sister. <laughs> uh, this is wonderful. You've achieved like next level shit, guys. Like you're some you're your love conscious family title. You're fulfilling every bit of it. <laughs> Absolutely. So what do oh, you guys yeah. do? What are you guys doing now? I know you said you got some YouTube videos and you're going to be talking more about this subject. Can you talk a little bit more about that and what kind of what your plans are moving forward? Yeah, we want to um continue doing a lot of videos, travel with her, showing her the world, uh, the, all the beauty in the world, and yeah, homeschooling her. Uh, we do attachment parenting, so we have her always with us, close by. Yeah. So we don't have like a stroller or what's called, so we always carry her in like a, what's it called? A uh, sling. Yeah, mm -hmm. sling, like from family sling. And then she sleeps with us. She have, we have like a baby nest next, uh, like between us in the bed. So we have different videos now. We're putting up uh, all from the beginning of the pregnancy, all these trimesters. We have the birth, the home birth video. Up. We have the um, the placenta lupus birth video. Up. And we're doing now a more like a family vlog. Yeah. So we're going to focus on that as well, talking on a different topic. So if anyone have any questions they want us to talk about, they can also, you know, send us an email, just post a comment on, uh, on a YouTube video and we will, um, you know, talk more. But we will do lots about, you know, why we did homework and uh, different way. Also, like we're doing elimination communication. So she, she basically not have any diapers in, uh, and uh, she's doing, you know, signs, signals where we see and then we take her on, you know, on the toilet and she do her peer um, uh, poo there. So yeah. that works wonderful. And it gives more, more body awareness to the baby and you get more connected uh, because then, uh, yeah, she can show um, like that she wants to go and we see her signals and she gets really happy. So she never, almost never cries. And because we see her needs and, uh, that's why it's a fantastic way. We really recommend uh, doing that also for people if they're if they're looking if you're gonna have a baby. It's 
Yeah. So fantastic. And also during the night time, you know, then we're having just a diaper during the night time uh, for uh, when we are for her secure. So if we not see it, she's not going to lay, you know, in a wet layer. So, but uh, she, you know, she's doing signals and I have my head kind of close to her babyness sleeping in between us. So she often, you know, lift up her uh, hand and grab my beard and, you know, uh, uh, pinch in it uh, um, a couple of times I wake up and then she, you know, she want to go on toilet. <laughs> wow. I, you know, this is so interesting because you're this the is second, really funny. you're the second people within the span of 24 hours who have mentioned teaching your baby some, some sort of sign language, infant sign language to communicate their needs because it'll eliminate that frustration. Well, I, I had commented on somebody's, um, post about this sort of not about sign language but just about the baby in general and then we got on the subject of talking about using these these signs for infants and she was saying how well it worked to control tantrums to control the baby really crying at all and you guys just confirmed this it's pretty cool yeah it's really beautiful and yeah she, we can see in her like she gets really happy when we see her needs and so, we, yeah, it's a really beautiful way, and we're going to teach her a lot of different signs we started, uh, and, but she's going to take maybe before she's like four months, before she's uh, like signing back to us. It's really beautiful. Yeah, it's fantastic, and it's amazing, especially before they could talk, because we talked with the Swedish family before we knew about this sign language uh, for the babies and they said a baby could do around 50 sign languages so people sometimes look weird at them you know because the baby signed but imagine how amazing it is instead of you know crying and uh, people trying different things uh, they can you know say straight away i'm thirsty i want to have the breast or you know i have to go on toilet and or i'm too hot i'm too cold it's amazing because it makes yeah. even stronger bond between all of us as a family wow that makes so much sense I never would have thought of it. No, I didn't think about it either. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, man, this is like, this is brilliant. This is amazing. We got to do this, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, because the babies are really smart. And and no, no, like anim in the animal world, they don't like pee or um, poo in the nest. So they always go outside. And why would the babies be less smart than animals? So they never go in their home. So... Uh, if you just uh, w like, like take a couple hours and just watch the baby, what are they doing just before they want to pee, just before they want to poo, what are they sounds, what do you do, what do you do with your hands, and just watch that, and it's really fantastic and easy. They learn really fast, and when you take them, and when you have, if you have like use diapers, you only we do cloth diapers, but if you if they're not gonna be in the wet because they're gonna you're gonna learn um, for them like. It's wet, it's uncomfortable to be in. So if they pee in the diaper, you change it straight away. So feel like dry, it's normal to be dry, not to be in like pee or the wet diaper. So it's really important to change if you have diapers. Just if you missed the sign and you're just looking away or something, it's really important to just change straight away. And it's really easy when you have cloth diapers because then you see it gets more wet because normal diapers, they... Like in a way, they they dry straight away. It's yeah, just, they... So she only food in a diaper one time in her life, and that was when we were 
were on our way to the embassy of Sweden in Jakarta because we have to go there. And but it was just how it, the rule was. But then she was extremely uncomfortable, and I mean we couldn't really, you know, open the taxi uh, window, you know, and uh, put up out her bum, you know, and let her poo, <laughs> sort of, so, you know. Than she needed, but she was yeah. so uncomfortable. But the smile was amazing when we came to the embassy, and I took off uh, the diaper and put her on toilet, and she could, you know, go and do her things there. Yeah. Wow. So she had learned so good. So now she holds herself. If you're out somewhere, she she holds herself, and then we came home, come home, and she uh, just showed that. And now we need to go to the toilet, and we take her, and it's so fantastic that uh, she can hold herself and show different. Science. Sometimes she's maybe science, and we don't see. We have her in our hands, and she just just piece a little, so, uh, small drops, and then we know like, and then just to show. Now I need to go to the toilet, and we take her, and then she pees. So it's really fantastic. Also, you guys are doing a phenomenal job. I'm just blown away with how how well this is just orchestrated for you guys and I'm so excited to follow your journey so for our listeners who want to learn more from you and keep up with your family where can they find you on YouTube you can find us on uh, love conscious family and there we have lots of videos and also on Instagram we're having a love conscious family yeah, and also if they want to see more about the vegan lifestyle we have the vegan world travelers and we a lot of mix there with vegan food and baby things and, and that is on Instagram. Yeah. Also, if they want to know more about raw food, we also have make that raw on Instagram. So we have kind of different uh, accounts and just want to share our uh, spiritual idea of a healthy lifestyle. That's wonderful. And if you were to leave our listeners who might be thinking about getting pregnant in the near future with one bit of advice, what would that be? Teamwork, I would Team, say. Yeah, teamwork and just go um, with how you feel and what you feel more secure with. And yeah, and positive thinking and just give a lot of love uh, to yourself and the baby. Because the baby in the stomach can uh, feel all your, if you're sad, they feel sadness also. So and it's really important to have a good vibration and have a lot of love. Yeah, so important just with the teamwork to work together as a family. Then you sort of having the amazing connection and talking through your feelings about the bird, your feelings, your partners. So, you know, you talking about that. Mm, I love it. That's well, I know I'm excited for our journey to come. It's going to be yeah. awesome. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story on our show, and I know our listeners will definitely be keeping up with you. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye from Bali. What an inspiring couple. I've learned so much from them, and I know that as soon as we decide to bring a baby into the nest, we'll definitely be reaching out to Melanie and Tobias for advice on a more natural approach to birth. Yeah, and obviously, you know, this approach isn't for everybody, but it's really nice to see you what people do in the process of birthing. I mean, it's it's quite expansive. I mean, we can do so many different things, but it is really important to have this conversation with your medical practitioner and find out the best steps if you want to do something like this or, you know, something else. Absolutely. So let's get into the health tip of the episode. We want to talk about herbs. 
And as surprise, you, surprise, as you know, this is one of my favorite areas. And there is a wonderful superfood blend that Dr. Robert Morris came up with. He's one of our favorite teachers and healers. And this superfood blend is incredible for boosting the immune system, for delivering a high amount of nutrients and minerals in one shot. And this is one of his blends that he highly recommends for pregnant mothers because you do have to be careful as a pregnant mother on certain herbs. And so you want to be, you want to make sure that you do your research on what you should or should not be taking. But Dr. Morse made this blend and specifically recommends it for pregnant mothers. Yes. And this blend includes a large amount of berries, bilberry, salt palmetto, blueberry, cherry juice, schizandra, and the list goes on. Alfalfa leaf juice powder, fruit blend, which includes bananas, oranges, mango, blueberry, bilberry, papaya, peach, pear, kelp frond powder, parsley, beet, carrot juice, spinach, plantain, and the list keeps going on. There are two herbs, alethro, also known as Siberian ginseng, and go-to cola. These two herbs um, are deemed safe to be taken while pregnant, but that is also my call to action to you to go and speak with your medical professional and ask before you actually do start taking this. But I will guarantee you everything within your body will feel incredible. You'll feel energized and you're, like I said, you're delivering dense nutrition to the baby. And you can order this superfood blend. It's called God's Garden Superfood Blend 2 Powder at www.drmorseherbalhealthclub.com. Yes. So go and pick that up. You will not be disappointed. But again, I do recommend speaking to your medical professional beforehand. And just to say, we do not receive any kind of commission. We're not affiliated with Dr. Morris by any means. We just highly promote his products because this man is incredible. Yes. And they do work. So happy to have you with us on this episode. We have some wonderful guests coming in the future. Stay tuned and remember to leave us a review on our Soul and Wonder Facebook, our Soul and Wonder podcast Facebook page. Yes. Take care. Bye-bye.